This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we continue our tour de sewing machine <laughs> um, <laughs> <Wow>. series. <laughs> I think it's I think it is. It's tour de sewing machine. Uh today. And we're going last time we talked about throat plates and we were going to talk about sewing surfaces and like tables and free arms and but stuff. But the throat plate was just so overwhelmingly engaging, engaging thrilling. I mean, you know, we had to keep just talking about so it. So much information about Didn't throat get it plates. all in one podcast. Yep, that's right. So we will move on. Hey, I want to just say a little oh, bit yeah. though about go, podcast, go ahead. our podcast. What do you want to say about our well, podcast? Well, you know, it came up it came up like just like in the last like ten days. Like I have posted different podcasts linked to different podcasts for people who have mentioned something. Yeah. You know, on our in our Facebook group. And I'm like thrilled that they're timeless. A lot of our content is evergreen. Right. Now, you know, Things always change. There's always new fabrics. Yeah, there's always there's new always stuff. a new machine. That, yeah. You know, everything will eventually change. Sure. But I am just like so pleased. Some of the yeah, that, a, a lot of stuff. And we talk then my about. feedback is, oh, this is just what I needed. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, and I don't have to re-explain it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're happy with yourself. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, well, <laughs> I, I mean, it's happy with the whole idea. Yeah. Happy with. I mean, glad to know that. How long have we been podcasting? Okay, I get confused about this because so we do every time because you need to write this down. I don't believe it. Zelda is why. was born, so we started. We published our first podcast in January of 2016. Okay, so we've done all of 16, all of 17, all of 18, all of 19, all of 20. This will be all of 2021. We're finishing our sixth year okay. of podcasting so what? so yeah i mean what? i guess what i'm saying i'm glad we didn't waste all those years doing this and <laughs> <laughs> and i think we've repeated we have rebroadcasted we twice. twice twice and once was was an illness issue am i not correct i think they were both yeah once i know one was was a computer issue one was a computer i think issue. we couldn't yeah. get it to upload for some reason it I, was I, corrupted was it or, internet something. or something i have the wi-fi off yeah. sam it's not gonna happen right uh so yeah we actually i was like you know there sam is, six years sam. there are some people out there who only podcast every other week there are some people who do seasons where it's just right. like there's or like they do like eight episodes and then they quit for a year and then they do eight more and I'm then like, they whatever and you know what I listen to those. Right. I do too. I'm like, what are, we're, we're just, I'm just saying. What are I we am doing? I've not wasted <laughs> one day of my life every week for the last six years. There okay? you go. There you go. Okay. Like, maybe some of them are wasted. Maybe there's podcasts out there that, you know, everyone, like 99% of our listening we, public of course, agree or bullshit or crap. I don't know. We have but, gotten feedback like, this one wasn't as good. Well, they right. can't all be good. 
can't all be the best, right? Just by virtue well, of definition. everyone has different tastes. Let's yes, face it. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So let, when we talk about sewing surfaces, mm-hmm. I think let's start off because you're going to have a couple, you're going to have these examples of like cool things. Maybe. First, I want to talk about free arms. Okay? okay. Let's start there. That's what I think we should talk about. Which I sewed without for like the first 30 years of my sewing life. You, Even though they were available in home machines, I did not have one. You don't have to have one. And what commercial machines do not have one. That's right. Unless it's a some sort of a specific to the task machine. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Home so sewing, like, yeah, like, like right. a hammer like would a have shoe it. machine. Right, right. But what I'm saying is their <laughs> standard sewing machine that you would see like in an alterations or yep. even a couture place, uh-huh. right, probably wouldn't have a free arm. That's right. So what's a, what is a free arm? Um, a lot, I think that the way most people will it's encounter. An arm you didn't have to pay for. No, yeah, free arm. Oh, it's Here's that extra arm. one growing out of someplace else. Right, whatever. Right, yeah. yeah whatever. Uh, so, a free arm, the way I think most people will encounter this on your sewing machine is you'll have like this little accessory table or, or something that, it, I don't know if you can hear this, clicks on, clicks oh. off. I'm trying to make a lot of noise. I think it's working. That actually uh, <laughs> makes your machine a flatbed. Yeah. So the the little accessory case makes your machine makes that surface large, mm-hmm. okay, large-ish or however it is. Mm-hmm. And when you take it off, it makes that work surface smaller. And it generally one would say, oh, now my free arm is available. Right. And the free arm, I think the best way to describe this over a podcast is let's say you want to hem a pair of pants in the round right and it's like you can kind of stick that pant leg onto your free arm kind of like the free arm is a free leg okay and you can then go through that circle you can sew through that circle and your your pant leg will rotate around that free arm right and you think I need this because why? Why do we think we need it? Because you were told you needed it, and we well we think we <laughs> yeah. need it because and actually you're and following. And it's available. You're following good practice here because you think I need to sew right. on the outside of my garment to top right. stitch or whatever. I need to sew that, and it's hard to get in there. It's a circle. I don't right. want to sew through all the layers. This is why I need a free arm. Okay, and I want to top stitch it. Yeah, top stitch. Right, exactly. So you think you need that free arm. Um, so you think you need to be on the outside of your garment, stitching from the top. This is a, also... In a circle. Yeah, this is also something... In a cylinder, actually. Yeah, like a cylinder. Right, right. Like in a, a circle, a cylinder, right. you know, yeah. Uh, this is also something that comes up in sergers, too. Yes. Because this would come up when we were baby lock dealers... I don't think there's a baby lock serger with a free arm. Yeah, I think they may they have had a, one at one time. At one time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I definitely think that's possible. For I, some reason, I think that, and I can't put my... I also think there might be a yeah. lower level the serger. The lower level might, yes. That and and one a, reason mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. if it is not a self-threader, right. it is more capable of having a free arm because 
the gizmos inside, right? Fewer the technology gizmos. inside does not need <laughs> to connect from one side of the machine to the other. Yeah, those self-threading, there's a, right. there's a system, so, there's these tubes, so right? So a free arm is only attached to the machine at one end, mm -hmm. and you can stick your hand under it, right? And right. there's, you know, there's space under it all the way from where it's... So if you need any sort of hardware uh -huh. that goes down under there, then you can't, you can't really have, have a free arm, right? So... This is where we get into, I mean, I will say, sometimes I use the free arm, okay? I use... If it's easy. I will use the free arm, especially if I am doing something like hemming multiple pairs of pants. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm going to use that over and over and over again. And... I will, I will use it. And if your pants can accommodate the free arm, right? Right. Because, like, right. an adult pair of trousers okay will slip over that free arm more than likely probably yes. right unless yes. they're and then i'm thinking like actually but the not cuff, a leggings. cuff of my leggings yeah. is too small yeah. you know yeah. right okay uh okay so if you don't have a free arm mm -hmm. but how would you hem a baby something yeah a baby thing right anything even so so anything then tiny you think even if i have a free arm if i have one of the smallest free arms out there on a sewing right. machine. Well, you just said something about gizmos. So what's there? Your bobbin system. Whether your bobbin it's top system loading, is there and your side and or there's front. A, a shaft that cranks through there, you know. The lower it, shaft. The lower shaft that goes all the way through there. So you can't have you can't make it go completely away. Mom was talking about specialty machines. There's something called like a post machine. Right. Where it really does this is for things like making shoes or I think Rebecca from the Darling Fur and Leather, she's got a couple specialty machines like that for doing fur stuff. Right. You know? And and, and my free my free arm. My 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 hammer. Blind hammer. My blind hammer it has it's almost like a finger that's well like, and that's yeah like that's, a couple of fingers that stick out. Right. Whole other ball know? of wax, yeah. right? Exactly. So anyway you can't make it completely go away on these sewing machines. And then there are garments that are too small anyway. Even if you have a free right. arm, doesn't matter. Gets too tiny. Doesn't matter. Little baby arm thing. Oh, yep. don't wait. You want to cover that little baby sleeve. You nope. want to cover stitch a baby legging hem in the round. Yeah. Okay. You want to cover, you know, you want to do a little neckline in the round. round. It's not happening even on the smallest free nope. arm on the market. Okay. So, hence the fact that you don't actually need one and what you do is if you want a top stitch okay that uh, you would turn the garment inside out right you would slide the part you want to sew on underneath your presser one, foot one layer of one it. layer and you'd kind of scoot the other layer it's it's on top it's right. above scoot the layer out of the way so and then you feed it through you're sewing in the hole sewing in the hole yeah. sewing in the hole and sewing in the hole Sounds hard, sounds intense. I think it, I it, it could to a beginner. I think a beginner would think the free arm was better. Okay, right. And then to me, I think when I first started sewing, I have thought that yeah. I used the free arm, and I was well, like, when okay. When I first started sewing, I didn't have a free arm. <laughs> okay, so I didn't. I wasn't allowed to think about it. I want to tell you this. I used to use that free arm a lot 
then I'm taught when I say used to, I mean, out of like 12. Okay. Uh, and then you show me when this. She was 12 and she sewed like 10 garments. She thought that was the best thing. And yeah. I hadn't cover stitched before. Okay. The cover uh, stitch is where. Oh, oh, cover stitch. Cover stitch. Okay. Yeah, so okay. the cover stitch is where I learned. Yes. Or it really brought it home to me. About sewing in the hole. Right. I had to actually hem a pair of baby leggings in the round. Right. I remember who it was for. It's for my husband's friend's daughter named Charlotte, and I made her this little outfit. I don't think she ever wore it. I don't know. Whatever. I, think, <laughs> I had I to went do, to all this trouble. Right. I thought I was. I thought it was like a good idea. Um. Anyway, this little this little legging, I had to. Her mom used to listen. Tell me if she actually wore it, Erin. Um. Anyway. So I had to hem these little leggings. I was like, oh, this is going to be so hard. And you know what I thought? I thought, I'm going to distort this right. by sewing in the hole. And mm-hmm. you know what? Less I, distortion. I think there's less distortion. I think so, too. It, it's less likely to get hung up, right? Yeah. You know where your entire hem is. You mm-hmm. can see it. So you know where it's coming from, where it's going to, and when, when you're coming up on what. I, I mean, think everything eases yeah. in better yeah. when you're sewing in the hole. Like I said, I rarely take... I, no, I rather sew with a big flat surface. If, yeah, if I had, if you my, had to choose, if I had okay. my choose, okay, yeah. this this machine is dropped into a big, huge table. Oh my God, that's are you what having, I've been dreaming? Are about. you having a? Are oh, you yeah. having a moment? And I have a okay. story. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> That's for the second. I have people that just say, "ZD, don't you have a story about this?" Before I even offer it up, there's the second half of the podcast will be ZD's stories. I'm gonna run and get (laughs) some coffee, and ZD's gonna tell stories about machine surfaces. Okay, so but I need you as a live audience. Yeah, I'll just have the I'll have the coffee. Um, But so I would choose the big, huge surface. Yeah, because it honestly. It does so much more for you, and this is why we're talking about serves, surfaces. Yeah, so it serves you beyond, uh, you know, okay. Beyond you, one leg hem. Right. Now, if I'm going to hem, like, ten pairs of jeans, kind of like you said. Yeah. Okay. I might, it, ten pairs. And then I don't have to turn them inside and out yep. and all this. Yeah, I ten mean, pairs of these... Derek's pants. Derek's right. pants that are not hem. Derek is married to, uh, you know, an above-average seamstress. <laughs> His pant legs are all folded up. They're, they're all folded up. That's no, a, it's a not. They're okay. folded up, and you can see, like, the manufacturers well, that, in them. He's the one that wanted children. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. <laughs> anyway. If somebody, if, if, if I if ever got somebody around. somebody that wants children in the family, the, the rest of the family has to realize you know, some pro- things get let go. So the problem with Derek's pants hems actually is like he only needs them hem so much. I'd have to take, you have to out, take out the other, the other hem. hem. Yeah, that really it's sucks. A pain See, in the butt. like me, I have to cut off like yeah, four you, inches. I, I would be I just fine if we just cut off the whole pull, hem. You know, yeah. and I'm let's, ready to go. Let's just cut off the yeah. whole hem. Uh, so anyway, if I was going to actually get around to that, I would take the accessory case off the destiny right and, and you I'd just line them up and zip boom, zip, boom, zip. Boom. and also you'd choose a thread you could use on all hell of them yeah probably. like this gray over the, here and yeah. the same gray bobbin thread <laughs> same gray bobbin thread i think there's like if a, you had to change the top thread you uh, might maybe i mean there, right. look see this okay this is mettler color number 844 it like straddles the line between gray and, and, bra- beige. and beige it's grayish it's grayish it's grayish mm-hmm. it, it is, would be perfect because I don't know what he wears. It's some kind of like. Well, Jerry asked me what color, Columbia. like, something on the boat was, and I he said it's beige, and I said no, it's grayish. Grayish. There yes. you go. So you don't have to have your free arm, and you should embrace your surface. Okay, because 
if you're someone who really thinks you need the free arm a lot and then you're not putting this case back on or you're not right. putting your extension table back on, you're going to miss out on something. And I think it's something that can plague a lot of sewists. Mm-hmm. And that's the fact that your project can weigh down. It's called support. Support, and support, who doesn't support. want support in everything you do? We want some support. In all venues of your life. Right. Support is welcome. So, it, you know, sometimes a sewing machine would come with I remember there was I can't remember like the break in the line but it was like this machine um machine A there's machine A and the machine B is like exactly the same but it came with like a walking foot and an extension table right. and a lot of people would just walk themselves up and be like I'll get that you know yeah. or I would explain to them oh this extension table it's normally extension tables 60 80 dollars or more yeah or yeah, more that, that's the ones if they're if they come from the machine manufacturer. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. Oh, so um, anyway, the the uh, the extension tables would be would be well worth it for a lot of people. So anywho, that's a little explanation about free arm. It's not bad if you use the free arm. You just need to know about it. You just need to know about when I, you do need it and I, don't need it. I okay? just had my husband carry the accomplish. Which was previously named the Jane, which is I'm so proud of you. Which is our quasi commercial machine, right? Yeah. So it only straight stitches forward and back, but you can get some really long stitches on that sucker, like Big, seven long. or something. No, well, I think it's like six. You think it's what seven? I don't know. I, I mean, you were the one who's just on it. Seven. You it, took yeah. it away. It's not in the studio. I don't it's know. It's not man. in the studio. <laughs> um, and so I. You know, he's carrying it downstairs. He goes, well, this is really light. And I thought, well, I said, well, yeah, because they have a plastic casing now. That, that's Actually, a positive, some everybody. of that casing is metal. Yes, but, you know, some of it's plastic, too, which makes it lighter. Right, right. Which is nice for when you have to move it from upstairs to downstairs or across the town or whatever. Okay. Right. And I picked up. You did not have the extension table on it. Uh-huh. Oh, we, we just got it out of the package. Well, right. Kind of. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. No one had done just anything we, with we, it. Uh, we had switched out machines. We right. had, had a Jane, and we got this. Okay. That's right, because the tape was still in a bobbin case. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I put You're the first stitch on You're breaking in the machine. One, yes, right? yes. So anyway, <laughs> he goes, well, you don't need that, because, you know, the, the I'm sewing in a rather bizarre position with this machine anyway, like on a coffee table, sitting on a child's chair in the middle of a living room, okay? Um, so he's like, well, you don't really need that. And I gave him this look. He goes, oh, I guess you do. <laughs> like, I didn't even say anything. I must have, like, so, yes, I want the extension table. And the extension table also has the um, knee lift you know, stored underneath it. Uh, so that was necessary. Shout out, shout out to Biz um, here. <laughs> this is years, this might be like a year or two. I can't remember if it was during the pandemic, but she bought a, I think it used to be called the Elizabeth. Oh, and she didn't know where the knee lift She's was. like, you know, it's just funny because it was supposed to have a knee lift, but it doesn't. She's real chill about it. I'd be like, where the hell's my knee lift, yeah. you know? And I was like, it's under your extension table. <laughs> it stores in there. And she's like, oh, my God. And I remember this because uh, we couldn't find a knee lift to one of the machines, and we were trying to be so good about keeping everything with the machines. We'd, like, had some problems where we lost some accessories at the shop. This was, like, with floor model machines. And it's hard to keep track all that crap. It is so in a store. You got... 
23 machines on the floor and then someone and you got five employees and then someone's know. like oh i need to borrow this during a demo right. so of course you borrow it to demo the machine you know uh it's anyway i was like where is this knee lift oh my gosh i can't believe we've lost this knee lift etc cetera, etc cetera. and uh, i think an employee was the one who was like oh it's it must be under the extension table. <laughs> so so i learned that okay we're i think we're gonna take a break and come back and talk about some of your hacks or accommodations for sewing surfaces. You ready? You ready for story time, everybody? Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SewHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Okay, do you want to talk about your most recent? Uh, oh, like maybe like what I'm doing right happening now? Might not leave me time to talk about anything Right else. this moment. It's it's so haphazard. So. You all have heard about the boat covers before. Okay. Right? New boat. Yeah, new boat covers. Um, and this is the biggest boat we've ever had. And this is what is called a trailer cover. So it not only encompasses the boat, but it goes like past it and over it and under it. Okay, so if you have a 30-foot boat, then you probably have basically fabric that's like 38 
feet long, you know, and if the boat is 10 feet wide, then you probably have, you know, 14 or 16 feet wide. So this is what I have, okay? So I have like probably 34 to 36 feet in length of fabric right now that I'm dealing with, okay? And then, you know, the on the width, we're, we're talking probably 16, I guess. And it's winter. <laughs> because if it wasn't, I'd be on my freaking patio, okay? You'd be outside doing Yes, this. I would. And I even thought about going to my husband's place of work, okay, and doing that because he works in, like, this mansion. So they have this spacious floor, like, just in the basement thing right. that I could right. use. They have okay? some, like, Which is clean, areas. too, uh -huh. you know. It could stay clean and undisturbed and all of this. But the only thing about taking it there is the boat is here. And if I want to do any fitting, referencing, then I'm going back and forth and whatever. And I'm there and not here and, you know, all, all that. And I have to take the machine there and hope I brought all the tools that I want. And, of course, I never know what tools I want. And but the reason I don't always know what tools I want on something like this is I haven't really done this exact thing before. Right. Okay. So, you know, not to add too much to the story, but we could not re order a cover that fit yeah, and it get it here on time. It wasn't available. It would have taken two years, okay? There's a two-year backlog on someone making a custom fit cover. So what we did is we researched what kind of cover we could get that maybe would accommodate our boat with minor alterations. And we think we thought we came up, we think we did come up with the best possible one we could get, okay? So it's got the length, it's got the width, but it did not accommodate the radar arch. The radar arch. Of course. Yeah, who uses of course. radar? <laughs> anyway, radar arch is there, radar arch will stay there because you know, the, the bimini tops and other things attached to the radar arch, and there's lighting on it and a whole bunch of stuff, and I guess it allots for style and whatever. So anyway, um, where am I going to sew this? Sewing it, maybe not as bad as where am I going to lay it out? I need to cut slits up the sides and then cut a slot that this can go around the radar arch and then you know I have to make a flap so it can be velcroed shut because now I want it to close around the radar arch even though I've opened it up um, to accommodate the radar arch I want to close up back around it okay and then I have to figure out how to make it also again fit on the back and I've also put darts where the um windshield starts so that I don't have a bunch of extra fabric just flapping. Right. Okay. Right. So it makes it a little bit more fitted and that is just better for it in general. And then I will also do some reinforcement things where I put vinyl up under things where it, like it goes over the windshield wiper motor that sort of sticks out. They would poke a hole eventually. Right. Right. And, you know, the canvas type fabric. So, um, and that's common practice to do. So I am in my living room, which is not small, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one yeah, of, yeah. it's, it's uh, it, in the original house, this was like. Actually, the, it was the dining room and part of the living room in right, the original house. Right, but like, house, it right? was kind of the big, 
the biggest area of the house, Initially, right? Like, yes. I mean, it's about main area. It's about twenty five feet long. Yeah. Okay, I think <clears throat> about. So I have it in the living room and coming out into the kitchen. <laughs> okay, but nothing's wide enough be- to accommodate this sixteen feet. Why are this? It's not really sixteen feet. It's more like eight and a half because all the furniture is up against the edges of the right the room to accommodate this. But I do need to be able to lay this out and cut it. And I'm also trying to cut it symmetrically, so that I am you know folding it over and everything. Fine. Oh my gosh, it's like wrestling a cat in a bag or something, you know. Um, so. Wh- I need to support this. Yes. Back to the- <laughs> And it is not supported like I want. So, uh, like I said, I'm on a coffee table with my accomplish, with my extension table, which pretty much sucks, okay? And I'm sitting on this little bitty baby stool um, in order to sew. But I'm still using my knee lift, I'll tell you. That's right. Uh, so, anyway, I have to try and accommodate the weight of this thing. And, you know, I don't know what it weighs. Like, like. Oh, it's got to weigh 30, 50, 30, no, 50. I, I think it's lighter. I th- oh, is I it? Think it's okay. it's more bulky than Yeah, it's heavy. not heavy. I, I mean, it doesn't weigh as much as a 40-pound bag of dog food. I can tell you that. It's probably more than 20. So I would say it's between 20 and 30 pounds, okay? <laughs> At least till I get rid for, you know, Heaven knows what I'm going to do to it. But anyway, when I add the vinyl and all that, what it is is it's bulk. Right. Also. And and it and it gets twisted on itself and all, all this kind well, of stuff. Well, isn't it black, too? And it's black. It's like this dark, and there's no and, and there's no light in this room, either, because, you know, the overhead light is minimal. The piano light doesn't do much for anything in there. And I... Piano light. <laughs> and I have on the, one sewing light that I actually, moved down there. Actually, yeah, the lighting in that room, we've we've complained about it since we so moved into always, the house 25 always, years ago. Always. And it was, it was always considered the music room, actually. So anyway, well, what it is is we've got a great window on it, but it has a huge porch with an overhang. So anyway, um, when I'm sewing on this, how I actually wind up supporting this sucker is I try and get it in the best position possible, right? And I am throwing the back part of whatever I'm sewing over my shoulder and using my shoulder (laughs) as support. The coffee table is taking the other end. And, you know, I am worn out. Like, Mm. I put this dart in for one side of the windshield, and I thought, I think I could have, like, designed and made a dress in this (laughs) amount of time. You know, it's the same principles. But when you run into the bulk and all these things, you need more support. You need different tools. So my I, I get my husband on this one part because I said, okay, I've got to straighten this sucker out, lay it out again. And, well, okay, and people who have not dealt with fabric and lining up, like, grain and things. Mm-hmm. And this is very easy because the panels are sewn together, you know, going perpendicular across the boat. So you have good places to match up your right. edges. Right, the seams are right? kind of nice but like he that. Does, yeah, I said, I, I have to know where the middle of this cover is, you know, to place these radar arch things and all this. And if people are not used to 
folding a fitted sheet, okay, <laughs> or knowing the grain of like fabric. Me. Oh, right. man, uh, you should see the lines, um, the, the audio lines on that laugh I just did. Oh, really? Yeah, they look annoying. Uh, well, oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> so having someone help you do this that doesn't understand the language or movement of fabric in that way and not having enough room is a horror, let me tell you. So anyway, he says to me, well, how did, how do they do this like in the real world in those canvas shops? That they I don't said, do it in their house on I a coffee said, table. I said, well, first of all, <laughs> They had this humongous table that's like 60, you know, some of them are 30 feet long and, you know, 20 feet wide. Some of them are 60 feet long. It just depends. And I said, and they have like three sewing machines so that they don't have to turn the sucker around just to get to the other side. Right. He says, so they make it on more than one machine. I said, exactly. Because their time is money. Right? Right. And and they're sewing these every day. You know, and if they have a couple of little ones, they can sew two on that table, right, at the same time. But if they have one big-ass sucker like I do, that what I consider big, this is big to me. It's probably not big to them. But, you know, I'm putting a dart in this side. Then I have to turn it over and turn it around and do this. They don't have to do that. They just go to the uh, – they just – you know, shuffle it over or pull it over the other side and use the machine on that side. Right, right. So this is how important sewing surfaces are. Yes. Okay. Yes, sewing surfaces can increase your productivity. They can oh. make it work. They can They can make you not lose your religion. Right. There like you go. They, they can make you not yell at your husband. All kinds of things. Um, that they I can, wouldn't go that far. <laughs> all kinds of things they can help you with. So... Another instance is bridal or big ball gowns or costuming or quilts, okay? Um, working with the the big boat cover reminded me a lot of quilts, too. You know, trying to match up the back with the front, you know, making oh, it yeah. smooth. Oh, and I, I can't tell you how many safety pins I used. Like basting it? Yes, and things I call pony clamps. And I'm not sure they're called that because my dad called them that. But they're big hardware clamps. Seems seems. Seems likely that they're called that. I don't know. What do we call those little plastic clips? Wonder clips. They're like the wonder clips. Wonder clips. Only these are like industrial a thousand times their size in metal. Yeah. Right. You know. So anyway, I use those because I don't think wonder clips would be that wondrous on this type of thing. No. So anyway, um, you want as much surface as you can get that is even with the bed of your machine. It will save your arms. It will save your back. It will save everything that's so precious to you. You're using you're using this table because you want your knee lift, right? Yes. And the other thing is, is since I've been having trouble with my hip, I tried to sit on the floor and it almost killed me. Okay. Yeah. ZD's messed up again. ZD's body's <laughs> just falling apart. Um. She doesn't have a fractured pelvis. Thank goodness. We thought that was going on. You know why, thank goodness? Because, like, the the phrase fractured pelvis gives me 
the heebie-jeebies. Yes. Like, I think just with all the pelvic stuff I've had, I'm like, <laughs> like Well, when he said, we need to rule out fractured pelvis, I thought, you're going to let me, like, walk home? Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I it's mean, like my foundation's falling apart. I know, whatever. I know it happens. Like, I know that this happened, but it just personally well, gives me the... this is kind of what funny is funny. So, because of my medical history... It very much points to that, right? Right, right. And then when I get the MRI results back, none of the things I expected, like, you know, problems with osteoporosis or anything that could be involved in this, that's not my problem. That is what's so weird. But anyway, we don't even know what the entire problem is yet. So um, we're still in research yeah, on that still part. In re- so I yeah. wanted to bring up the floor, though. Right. So I you... just couldn't. I couldn't. I tried it. I could not do it. Okay. The floor can be useful. Yes. And I've used the floor, too. And when you're using the floor, and we probably want to wrap this up a little bit. Where we've, it's, a, it's a nice length right. episode. But when you're on the floor, you need to get power to your machine. You, know, you need to tell it to right. go. And there are machines, of course, with start-stop buttons. That's right. However... And this might not always be true. If you're on the floor and you're dealing with something big, you probably need both of your hands. And I wouldn't yes. want to use the start-stop button. That would be my, uh, so my thought, too. You have to figure out what you how you want to do the power to your machine. So depending on how flexible you are or, well, or what you like to do. Well, depending on how flexible, you can actually use your foot. You can you use can, your knee. And I'm thinking, depending on how what flexibility it did to be, it's given me this pelvis problem. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. I like to put it, I like to put the foot control under the back of my knee. Yes. Is the, yeah. The like, side, like, it's, is what I do. Right. I mean, yes. it depends on what you're right. doing. But it, it is really nice to use the floor. That's much more even with the machine if the machine's down right. on the floor. But you can't use a knee lift no. on when the machine Which is, is on the floor. again, at right? a disadvantage because yeah. then you're giving up a hand again. That, that's yeah. always on no, the fabric. No, it's, it's, it's really, right. yeah, it's really so nice. So another thing that um, is, is very nice to do. Um, if you have something like this, they have to, it, you know, you can go to a church, and I'm not talking about this big, but, you know, people who put quilts together. Yeah, they'll often use they, a big can, meeting room and, in a church and, or, or something. Yeah, you know, where they had the big cafeteria tables, and they put three of them together or four or six of them together or whatever. Another thing you can do is if your machine is on a table or sits in a table or whatever, you may have. A picnic table or a portable table that you can then back up to that. I have even backed up to my own kitchen counters before in Uh order to alleviate the pull of the fabric. So, you know, I could send it through the machine over my shoulder and then it didn't fall on the other side. It at least went on that kitchen counter. Yeah, right. So, or, or it can fall onto chairs, or it can fall. So onto... you're talking, okay? So we're talking about supporting fabric before right. and after its journey through the machine, that's, right? That's Everybody needs to think right. about that. You might that's want a table, right. tables in front of you, tables behind you, tables beside chairs, you, benches, <laughs> chairs, anything oh. that can hold it up. Chairs are good because they won't fall. It won't fall off. You can sort of roll. Okay, it, chairs are know, nice for like long things that you can fold after. Yes, after well, it's done too. Yeah, sometimes I mean, you can sort of stack it up. And it won't fall off because it's got that back on it, if that makes sense to everybody. You know, you can feed it onto the chair and it won't fall off. It'll just sort of fold itself onto there. Right, right. 
Um, yeah, so I just just keep that in mind. So going, sewing surfaces. Some people will sew. Are important and can be your friend. I, I do want to bring up, too. Right. We have a big cutting table. Cutting tables, right. You can pop your sewing machine onto your cutting table, of right. course, which can be nice. Uh, and you, like, you can put your sewing machine on your cutting table. Put your extension table on your sewing machine. Right. Use it and use the cutting table as support. So just or you can take you know. a nut depending on how high your your sewing table is, you can actually set your or your I'm sorry, how high your cutting table is. Set that sewing you can set the sewing table up or the sewing cabinet up higher on blocks or something. Right. So you keep your sewing machine on that and then your cutting table is a new rest of the surface for you. Yes, exactly. So uh, anything you can think of to extend the length of your table. If it's not the same height, it's not probably as good, but it could be good enough. Oh, yeah. It could definitely be helpful. Um, I just also want to bring up real quick, and this is in a So Long, So Happy zine, and I think we did a zigzagger broadcast on it, but the use of hooks. Well, and, and that comes very much into dressmaking yes. for me. So like bridal, you hang it from the ceiling. You hang you hang the dress from the ceiling. Or and the high, ivy pole. Or the ivy pole or whatever, but you're hanging this big thing up that you don't you're want hanging, rolling around on a... You're hanging the weight. <laughs> so if you're hanging it on a hook and the hook has... Um, a, rota a rotating, rotating yeah. hook, right. It's a swivel, or they'll call it a swivel sometimes. You know, you you can actually... You're spinning the dress as you're hemming it. Right. And so this is another place where we're sewing in a circle. We don't give a darn about the free arm because That's it's right. a gigantic circle. That's right. Uh, and we, even if you cleaned off your cutting table and stuff, you don't want to roll around a wedding dress on it. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, it keeps it it keeps it clean. It keeps the weight off. It does so much. It does well, and triple duty. And many times a ball gown or a wedding dress or something like that is layered. So yes. you can roll up one layer. You know, um, if, use those pony clips or whatever kind of clips or whatever you have to do. Or sometimes I would I would pull the one first, you know, the top layer up, and I would stuff it inside the dress, and then the next layer and stuff it inside the dress, and yeah. then <laughs> you know that last layer that was out, I could hem it, deal with it, then you know finish it, sort of cast it off to the side a little bit, then you know unroll the next layer and deal with it. So I wasn't hemming anything wrong, or I wasn't hemming. You know, one layer up inside the other one before I, you know, didn't realize it and had to take it out or so because that sure does happen. Right. Like well, a, some people have dining room tables too. We yeah, can talk about that. Right. Yeah. That's true. Oh, dining table. dining room table. Yeah, dining yeah. room tables, kitchen tables. Those those can be helpful. Um, ping pong tables. Ping pong tables. There you go. The I've, best. I've heard people use those. I've heard people use the pool table too right. if they have that. Okay, well, that's sewing surfaces. Don't underestimate. They can make it, – it can seem – you know what I think? It can seem like a total pain to move your machine around. The thing is, is but to then, move this machine <laughs> and set it up properly will save you so much trouble. Before You know, it will save you energy, trouble, time. It's worth it. It's just worth it. For a big project, right. it's worth it. Think it through a little bit. You know, you know this was funny, too, because my husband said to me, I don't understand how you're going to, like, bind that and then put a flap on it and it's going to Velcro and all this. And I said, yeah, I don't know how I'm exactly going to do it yet either because I know several different ways I can bind this. I know several different ways I can, you know, make this extension. And I've been going over in my head what might be the best for this project. 
So sometimes, I don't always just jump into it. Sometimes I do take it apart a little bit and then think, this had a shock cord in it, if nobody knows what a shock cord is. Shock cord. It's like a big, huge ponytail holder. You know, it's it's a last, okay, so shock cord, it, cord is that big, round elastic that you find um, that holds things like on top of a kayak. Okay, that's shock cord. Like It's like a bungee cord. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, bungee it is, line. It is. So, you know, this does, this is going to have a hem, this has a hem in it that that, that was, you know, um, through. Right. You know. Right. And it had to be taken out. Now it has to be put back in, but it also will be in two pieces because the top's going to be in two now, pieces. That's and I a have whole to that. another podcast. Yep, we'll be talking <laughs> about that later. Uh, so, yeah, that's sewing services. It can be worth your while. Get unconventional. Think about it. And um, if you have any questions about sewing services or if we blew your mind with free arm stuff, let us know. ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.